live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Rising with Jackson. They're going to give it straight ahead. First down yardage into the secondary. There he goes. Jackson. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 That will be the dagger tonight. Final score, 47 and USC 24. It is a great night to be a Ute, and it is a great night to be a repeat Pac-12 champion. They'll try a field goal from the 22, and the Dogs block it. The ball is rolling dead at the four-yard line. The Dogs block the 32-yard field goal try. Georgia's picked it up. They haven't blown a whistle. Georgia's going to run down the end zone. Christopher Smith has picked up the ball and has run the length of the field for a touchdown. Good snap and placement. Kick on the way. It is up. And good! It's good! The Wildcats are champions of the Big 12 in 2022. They stun 12-0 TCU and win it in overtime 31-28. How about those Wildcats? A third Big 12 championship. It is go time. It is go time time. It is go, no, go, lock, unload, love them and leave them, smoke them. If you got them, see you, want to see you, see you on the other side. Time, time. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Yes, it is. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. And a new week. Monday, December 5, El Cinco de December. T-Row in the morning show time here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Here we go. Time to bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. A1 and Turkey Bacon with you to get your week started. What a weekend. Holy cow. What a weekend. TJ, since we were last together, I went to the Liberty Bell and back and had all day Sunday at home. A lot can happen in a weekend, folks, and we're here to discuss it all from football championship games to the bowl matchups that are now set basketball college basketball nba we got bowl mania we got lots of stuff to get into on this fifth day of december and we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world t to the j perry on the other side of the glass good morning tj good morning Uh, good to see everybody Good morning, Brent. Good morning, Toby. Good morning, everybody. What's up, man? Oh, working with What's the up, wet my dog. Working with the wet knee, but I'm um, doing good. <laughs> that's, that's a phrase that in 19 years of doing radio, I don't think don't I've think ever heard I've you ever, say. I don't think I've ever working had to say it. Working with a wet knee, huh? Well, how'd you get your knee wet? Let's ask Got, that. Getting out of my truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, coffee slipped out of my hand. No. Oh. Spilt. I jumped up. Missed me for the most part, but then got on my seat, and then like a genius that I am, 
I said, well, I'll get napkins out of my glove box, and I put my knee right down in it on my seat. And I'm like, oh, now I got a wet knee. Question. Yeah. Do you keep gloves in your glove box? Uh, No. No. Have you ever met anyone that does? I don't believe so, no. No. Then why do we call it a glove box? Uh, Nobody think, keeps well, gloves in a glove box. I think back in the box. day they used to. Back in what day? Oh, back in the, you know, 30s and 40s, they kept the glove uh, It should box. be called the oil change receipt box. Uh, that's what it should that's, be called. That's, that's all you put in there. The manual oil change receipt and extra mm-hmm. napkins. That's what I keep. That's, that's, I get in there from extra right. napkins more than anything. We're starting, we're starting a movement today. Everybody pass it along. We're changing the name of the glove box to the oil change rece- receipt manual napkin box. That's right. right. It's uh, many times in a fast food restaurant, Katie will see. Uh, say, uh, you low on napkins? I said, I think I am. And then she'll take a big stack of napkins and we'll go put it in the glove box. So had a good way to way to stay on top of things, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get low on napkins. Man, I'm sorry you're working with. Oh wow, well, it's Let's dry. Be more now. specific, you know, that's one of the things. I in, smell uh, good. I smell like play coffee. Play classes. You cannot give too many details. You want everybody out there is trying to visualize right now. So, uh, is it your right knee or your left knee? Uh, right knee. Inner right, part of my good. right knee, yeah. Inner yeah. part right knee, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. if you're visualizing at home. That's right. The inner part of TJ's right knee is sopping wet right now. <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> Are you wearing the joggers today? Uh, Just jeans. Just regular jeans, yeah. I got some new joggers this weekend. I thought you hated the joggers. My wife found some uh, on sale for me, some like uh, sweat joggers, sweatpants joggers. Uh-huh. I love them. <laughs> I've been wearing them for three days. They're super comfortable. Gross. <laughs> How was your weekend, team? Uh, busy, but really good. Busy, but good, yeah. Had a lot going on this weekend. So a lot of uh, between the sports and the, some things we had going on, it was a good weekend. That's vague. Yeah. How about that, folks? Well, I'm not vague. I'm not trying to be vague. We, we can get into some of it. I mean... Well, Oh, tell us what you did. Uh, this week. Downs family Christmas last night. I don't know uh, what that is. It's the family out off of Highway Nine that does all the big light show with the music and uh, oh, that, 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 park yeah, in the field. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, was it good? Yeah. We took the dogs, took the uh, family out. We rolled out and watched the uh, the Christmas lights. It was good. What that uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Uh, right, that song you were just singing? Uh, yes, yes, and that's one of the songs they, they usually play. You think they get royalties off every uh, light display that plays oh, yeah. their song at Christmas time? Well, I'm sure if those songs were downloaded off of Spotify or Apple or mm-hmm. something, yeah. yeah. That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. So, we had the big, uh, a work Christmas party for Katie Saturday night for her real estate company. No, right? How'd that go? When, uh, well, they had a uh, poker night, so they had all these card tables and roulette tables that's and fun. stuff set up, and then I get to gamble with fake money and i was at the roulette table for quite some time and then i ended up winning an apple Black watch Red. at the end of the night so what yeah look at me look wow. at me wow at roulette uh no you like gambled and then you changed in your chips for like uh oh. raffle tickets and then you went and put in the bag of like what what prizes you wanted they had all kinds of oh, kind of like chuck e cheese a little bit and i got my raffle ticket drawn for the apple watch so i was uh, celebrating cow. yeah yeah did you have an apple watch already I did not, no. Man, what a way to start your Christmas season. Still don't. I believe my wife's taking this Apple Watch from me, so. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, quit bullying TJ. 
<laughs> no, I'm teasing. Oh, I'm teasing. man. You'll uh, give me that watch. Exactly. Turn it to 705. Uh, all right. Well, how'd you do on roulette? You go black, red. Did you, were you birthdays? Is that what you did? Uh, no, I just have a, I think it's going to hit in this area. I'll go four square and go four numbers. You know, I'll go red yeah. when I'm feeling red. I'll go black. You play when it I'm by TJ's black. gut. I just play it by TJ's gut. I did fairly well. I did fairly well. I had enough to win something. So did good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it was fun. Sounds like fun. So the police department got together and gambled. Oh, no, no, you no. said it was the real estate. It real estate, job. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. That probably goes down easier with the taxpayers. <laughs> I did feel like I was in like um, one of those illegal gambling. Uh, no, I hope know, nobody walks rooms. in right now. I hope nobody walks in right now. Am I supposed to be playing poker right now at this table? So, it's yeah. uh, it's a dry cleaners in the front, gambling <laughs> organization. You know, gambling ring in the back. Right. So you got to say the secret password to get in. Um, no, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Did some uh, Christmas shopping this weekend. Got out in the hustle and bustle. What? Did a little Christmas shopping. Some wow, look at things. you. Yeah. Finishing yeah, like up a... some things on December 3rd. Uh, that's right. That's right. We've got some busy weekends <laughs> coming up. we got to get it in when we can. I'm just wrapping up Christmas. Uh, well, did you find what you were looking for? Did find what we were looking for, so I think we're about done just about. That's good. Yeah. That's great to hear. What as good as your uh, weekend with your cheesesteaks and your uh, fancy well, we Liberty Bells? The and the... We lost the game. You did. You did, you loser. No. Lost the game, but other than that. You uh, had it the whole way, too. Led I... most of the game. What were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see where our broadcast booth was? I heard you talking about it, and then I saw your picture, and I was like, holy cow, he's way, he's way up there. So I was... Uh, uh, I was listening to you some because I was flipping back and forth to the Big 12 championship game, so I'd have you on when I'd flip away from the game. And uh, I heard you and Kevin keep talking about how, how high up you were, and then I finally saw the picture that you posted. So so we couldn't be on the floor. I think I, I, I don't know if I told you this on Friday or not. We couldn't be on the floor because the Flyers were playing that night. And as soon the Flyers and Devils, it was kind of cool because all of their equipment and bags and everything were in the hallways uh, back by the locker rooms. So all the, like, New Jersey Devils hockey sticks and everything are all waiting there. Kind of used to, like, you know, NBA games or NFL or whatever. I don't know if I've ever we've ever played before an NHL game. That was kind of neat. But anyway, they had to turn the arena around. Fast. Isn't it amazing how they can do that too? A college basketball game to an NHL game in minutes. It's astonishing. You know, the ice is under the floor and everything. You know how this all works. But they were like, man, listen, as soon as this final horn sounded, we're ripping everything up the court, the courtside tables, all that kind of stuff. And we were like, we're fine. We'll be out of there in probably 30 minutes, something like that. And they were like, no, 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 no. 10 minutes tops. That those tables are going courtside. I was like, I can't do it. I, I the math does not work to get commercial breaks in in ten minutes, much less do any kind of a post game show. I mean, we're not doing a football post game show. It's just, it's basketball, but still, it's thirty minutes at least, just to get commercial breaks in. You know, right. you get a Porter Moser interview and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, can't do it. And I was like, well, what are our options? This is before the guess. Is like during the week we're talking about this. And they said, well, you can, you can go up if you want. 
and then we won't bother you. You can take as long as you want. I was like, all right. I mean, we'd rather be on the floor, but, you know, we've done games. No, we don't like it because you miss the ability to kind of eavesdrop on uh, what the coaches are saying and pick up on. You can pick up on some things sitting there next to the team that you can't when you're up, but we've called games up before. Um, Madison Square Garden, we were mid-level. During COVID, a lot of times we were up uh, away from the team, you know, or across the floor. It's not abnormal. You know where Matt Pinto calls games with the Thunder? Yeah, sure. Halfway up the arena. It's not that abnormal. Maybe three or four times a year that'll happen, where because of the way the arena is, the visiting radio has to be uh, across the floor, up halfway or whatever. So, okay, that's fine. We'll do that. And uh, we get to the arena Friday night. We fly into Philly. We go straight to the arena, haven't shoot around. Bill Raftery's there. Jay Wright's there. Kevin and I are getting shots up before the team gets their shoes tied, just ripping the nets, tickling the twine, Teej. You know how it goes. Finally, uh, found this guy named Neil. I said, hey, he's standing there. He's got a flyer's hat on. He's watching everything. He's got a big loop of keys on his belt. You know, that's always a giveaway. And I said, are you uh, you, you with uh, the arena? He said, yeah. I said, you know where they're going to have visiting radio tomorrow? He goes, I assume it's courtside here. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think so because, you know, I went through the whole story. He goes, just a second, let me make a call. And I'm looking around. I'm looking up at the mid-level. I can't find any, like, broadcast booths areas. There's some media down on the end line, but surely they're not going to have us call the game from the end line. That'd be tough. They were trying to find where our things mean. Neil comes back from the arena, and he says, uh, ah, you're up there in the hockey booths. And I was like, where are the hockey booths at? And he points to the very top of the arena. <laughs> on top Start of climbing. the second on top of the second deck. And I was like, seriously? He goes, Yeah, that's where they got you. And I was like, Wow. And so he goes, Here, I'll take you up there. And he took us up there. I mean, it's like weak in the knees high. You're even with the catwalks up there, right? You're above the banners, above the scoreboard. You look like you were so far up there. Eye to eye with the catwalks at the top of the arena. And so we watched a little bit of shoot-around from up there. And we could see the numbers. You know, it's not any higher than a football press box. It's probably not as high as a football press box. For But for basketball, it's high. And uh, anyway, it was an adventure. It went fine. I could see everything fine. There was a couple of things like uh, Jalen Hill's nose getting busted and... Uh, uh, yeah, you couldn't see the gauze in his nose. A couple of discussions that referees had that we couldn't figure out what they were challenging, where if we were courtside, we would have, you know, things like that. But all in all, it worked out fine, and we got to do a full post game and everything. But uh, And we were the only, well, we were almost the only ones up there. So we had this, like, whole area to ourselves at the top of the arena. So, of course, Villanova was courtside right next to Raftery with their little radio crew and everything. But anyway, when you, it was uh, what it was. I thought you were wrapping um, – when you mentioned the glove box, I thought you were wrapping that all around to that story with Kevin Henry that you guys were sitting up in the rafters and he was talking about keeping his gloves in his glove box. And I was like, this is going to be so Kevin Henry. And it's not the direction you took it, but it's what I was expecting when you asked that, that Kevin, no, Henry, so that Kevin Henry keeps his gloves in his glove box. We had uh, – I don't know if they – I don't know if it was – uh, that they wanted at an auction or 
uh, donors or whatever. We had a couple of, of donors, auction winners. What I didn't ask how they went on the trip, but went with us on the trip. And one of it was a father's son, uh, Merv Johnson's son-in-law and, and grandson went with us on this trip. Nicest guy in the world, know him well. And at some point, Kevin's not on the bus yet. We're getting ready to go, I think, from the airport to the arena. Maybe No, we're just getting on the airplane. We're just getting on the airplane. And they're sitting a couple of rows behind us. Me and Kevin are in the same row. And somebody says something about setting an alarm clock because it's an early morning game. And then somebody else says, you know, Kevin. Anyway, the the whole topic got up of the fact that Kevin doesn't have to set an (laughs) alarm clock because he's a superhero. Right. And this – and. This guy doesn't believe it. He's like, that can't be true. I've worked in business my whole life. You know, it can't be true. And I was like, whatever you do, please do not ask Kevin about this because he will never stop talking about his superpower. Sure enough, we get, you know, Kevin gets on the plane and he's like, Kev, is it true you never set an alarm clock? And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Don't you not to ask. (laughs) What are you doing? Sure enough, Kev, you know, goes into this half-hour soliloquy about how he's superhuman, doesn't have to set alarm clocks, can train his brain, all the different examples he has of times when he's just told his brain, I need up at 2.10 a.m., you know. He he woke up like he had it in his brain when I went home the other day from Orlando that I was getting up at 3.30, and so his brain woke him up at 3.30 because he knew <laughs> I was getting Jeez, his brain's amazing. It works for other people, too. It really is. All right, break time. We're underway in a, on a Monday. It's a new week, everybody. We'll uh, set the table for today's show next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and TJ with you statewide on The Ref. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Serving clients in Oklahoma, nationwide, even up into Canada. No fees until they win for you. Oklahoma's personal injury attorneys with over $250 million won for their clients. 405-917-5200 or you can visit them online. McIntyreLaw.com I want to remind everyone also, Friday is Tulsa Day. Oh, Ref will be yeah. live in Tulsa all day on Friday ahead of the big Oklahoma-Arkansas matchup on Saturday in the BOK. Toby will start things off. He'll be at Neighborhood Jam on 61st Street from uh, 6 to 9. Uh, we'll be jamming. By the way, we need to talk about equipment, so. Okay. So we, can, we can do that at yeah. some point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 9 to noon, Chris Plank. Set, just give it to whoever's setting me up up there, T. Uh, 6 o'clock in the that's morning That's what we Friday. need to discuss. I think his name is Toby Rowland, oh. and he may need to use his own equipment the, from the house. So. Making a little extra money this week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Turn in a remote uh, setup fee, yes, an engineer fee. Uh, Plank will be at Tally's Good Food Cafe on uh, 66. Uh, I think the actual address is on Yale, 1102 South Yale Avenue. So he'll be there from 9 to noon. Parker will be at Waldo's Chicken and Beer. I don't know why that makes me laugh every time I think of Parker at a place called Waldo's. Uh, East 71st Street from noon to 3. And then Tyler McComas at Buffalo Wild Wings from 3 to 6. Tyler will stick around. And he will be uh, at Lefties for post-game coverage from 2.30 to 4.30 on Saturday. So lefties Can I clarify Greenwood. something? Yes. I think this is important because we had this confusion last year. You can be right-handed 
and still go to left. Oh, absolutely. They let everyone in. Yeah, they let you in. They don't. There's no test at the door or anything like that. They welcome right-handed and left-handed people. No discrimination. For those of you asking, I will not be in Tulsa. Just Toby. What's up with that? Well, I've got to run. I've got to produce the show. You run don't the have show. to. You don't have to. Well, I kind of have to. I've already got Drake coming in for a little while tomorrow. No, oh, so. we got to talk about Drake. <laughs> we got to talk about Drake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's see here. On the air cover. Okay, hey, well, yep. oh, come, see me. come yes. see me Friday, folks. Six to nine. Let's have breakfast together. Neighborhood jam on 61st Street. Right? 61st That's Street? That's right. Yes. In Tulsa. And then uh, make sure you got your tickets for the game on Saturday. Big one, Sooners and Hogs. Uh, we need we need Sooner Nation to roll out up in Green Country this weekend. You know how Razorback fans are. They had us outnumbered last year in the BOK. Still won the game, but they had us outnumbered. So, Sooner fans, if you have not got tickets yet for Saturday. Get them now. Bring a friend. Yeah, hey, they'll let you in if you don't live in Tulsa. If you want to drive up and just be a part of that uh, good game from Norman, OKC, or whatever, it's allowed. You don't have let's to be from Tulsa? Let's don't let Arkansas have three-fourths of the arena again, please. Yeah, right, go ahead. I uh, appreciate this texture on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. has sent me a link to uh, the history of glove boxes. Uh, Car and Driver Magazine did an article oh. on this, so thank you oh, to that. that. Uh, and necessity, good. it says, back in the day, because uh, cars weren't heated. Some didn't have windshields. You were on dusty back roads, uh, unpaved roads most of the time. You would have car difficulties. You needed the gloves in your glove box. You kept them there. They had previously been kept in toolboxes that would be mounted inside the car before there was a glove box. So there you go. How about that? Yeah. Very good information. Thank you. This text says if it would open, loading, 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 loading. We'll skip it. Uh, insurance verification box is what this person calls their glove box. <laughs> okay. Um, I would read these texts, but for some reason they're not loading. So I'll just say, how good was Friday night? Woo! Um, so... You're asking about cheesesteak? Cheese Is that what you're asking about or uh, something else? No. Oh, you're asking about Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley and USC. How good was Friday night? Man, highlight of the football season. You enjoyed watching them get beat. I huh? cannot tell you how much I enjoyed that game, how big I was smiling, how many times I fist pumped when they kept driving Caleb Williams into the ground. I was like, yes, kill him. I should not have been rooting for a college kid to be hit that many times, but I was rooting for it. Take your painted nails home! That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. He has a significant hamstring injury and may not play in the bowl game. Probably won't. Probably won't. Yeah. He cried cried a lot again. I like when Caleb Williams cries. That's mean of you. (laughs) No, it's not. There were a lot of Sooner fans getting out a lot of feelings. Right <laughs> yes, there were. <laughs> We've been dealing with a lot of things. Finally got it out of your system on Friday night. Uh, yeah, that was, that was um, you know, it started out looking like it was going the other way. Yeah, yeah, they jumped out quickly. And then 
whatever happened to Caleb happened, and Utah found the off switch, and USC couldn't move the ball. They couldn't do it. And Utah, I've said this before, Utah is the type of team that has proven to be the foil for Lincoln Riley's system. They are very Baylor-esque in how they play. They just, they're just tough. Beat they the hit crud you out hard. Of you. Yeah. They are not pretty, but they show up and say, we're, we're, we're tougher than you are. We're going to beat you up tonight. And they're good defensively. And there's not a lot of that in the Pac-12. Not yet. And, uh, there didn't used to be a lot of that in the Big 12. But the last couple of years, it has started to take a turn to be a much better defensive league. So as long as Kyle Whittingham's at Utah and Lincoln's at USC, that's going to be a problem. I mean, he's not going to beat him every time, but that type of team is a problem for what Lincoln does. And he got him twice this year. And that was a blowout. That was a blowout Friday night. And uh, for a... There was a, I saw somebody, it might have been Josh McQuistian, I think, that posted there is an unholy union taking place right now between the states of Utah, <laughs> Oklahoma, and Ohio. <laughs> Ohio State fans were oh, loving yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Utah fans obviously were loving it, and Oklahoma fans were beyond loving it. So, it was yeah, enjoyable. I- for a game that did not involve one of my teams, I should not have been as happy and enjoyed that as much as I did Friday night. But, man, did I ever. Did I ever. How about that one hit on uh, – oh, what's their quarterback's name? Um, Cam Rising? Cam Rising. Where's oh, where his helmet flew off? Oh, yeah. That that looked nasty, and then he jumps right up like, let's go, come on. I'm sitting out of play. So, it was a big-time yeah. hit, though. I obviously – don't know what targeting is because I understand he's the ball carrier, but they kept saying, see, he didn't hit him with the crown of his helmet. I was like, well, what did he hit, what him, he hit him with? Yeah, it was slightly to the side of the crown of his helmet is what it was, I guess. I was with you because – You take that play, whatever whatever it is or isn't, let's take that play out of football. Right so there. you can launch as mm-hmm. long as you slightly tilt your head just barely – and hit him with just to the side of the murder of the is allowed <laughs> right. if he's got the football. Yes, mm-hmm. didn't give himself up. It was all right. Just a hard hit. <laughs> you can tell who have played football and who hasn't, because everybody who has played football is like, "That's just football." And everybody who hadn't is like, "Oh my god, the guy got decapitated. <laughs> can I get a flag?" <laughs> Holy cow! Uh, all right, break time. Yeah, USC's out, Teach. But TCU is still in. We've got a Final Four. We've got bowl matchups. We've got bowl mania. we got a lot to discuss today. We'll be back on the T-Row in the Morning Show. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Okay, let's start here. Nobody has more fun on their show than we do. We give away uh, golfers. We give away horses. We give away contestants to Big Brother. We give away World Cup teams. We have uh, uh, 
68 team giveaways, uh, bracket contests. And one of the favorite things we do is our Bowl Mania competition on this show. We've been doing it for years and years among all of our listeners. Um, and we're doing it again this year, Teach. In fact, it's already set up and rolling. Really? Yeah. Look at uh, you. No, I'm really on top of it. I thought about texting you yesterday afternoon and saying, hey, can you set this up? And then when I started to text you, I was like, well, what are you doing, lazy? You're just sitting on the couch. <laughs> so You ask me every year, and then I tell you the same thing. I believe you set it up the year before, so you have to go in and relaunch it. Yeah, <laughs> you punts password. it right back to me. <laughs> I punt it to Teej, and he punts it right back. So um, it's on ESPN.com. You go to uh, Bowl Mania. Our group name is Unhitch the Wagon. Password Sooners. I believe it's a capital S on Sooners. Uh, it's as simple as that. Unhitch the Wagon is the group name. Password Sooners. Jump in. You're going to pick all the bowl games, arrange them in order of confidence, and then... We will talk a lot of trash and have a lot of fun, and we'll have prizes for whoever wins it. And sooner or later, TJ's going to tell us who the sponsor is, and it's going to be uh, grand. It's going to be grand fun. Grand fun. So uh, there you go. I already got my uh, team in there. I, know I haven't picked games yet, but I've uh, rejoined. If you've played in the past, it's going to show up there. You can just rejoin the league. Makes it really easy on you. But group name, Unhitch the Wagon. That's three words password sooners capital s tj can you uh, write that down so people will know if they uh, text or email or tweet or whatever the case might be i got be. it i'm not sure i'll participate this year but i've got it written down for others so now, why is that now, why is well that? i've got a pretty good streak going with my espn plus on my phone it's mm. logged in under my wife because she has the the bundle under her name so I can't log in to my regular ESPN account on my phone, so mm -hmm. I'm going to have to figure this out. I might have to go to an actual computer and log in. Oh, now, you man. can't log in on your phone because – it would Say log that again. Me. So, like, it's all under one app. This is my gripe with ESPN Plus not having a separate app. So if I log into my account, it logs me out of her account on ESPN Plus. So can't have that, so – have then you'd have to out. go back and, and log back re -log in. back in. I don't remember the okay. password. Yeah, Just do it on your laptop. I'll try, I, like I got to buy a laptop now. Jeez. You don't have a laptop. <laughs> no, I don't have a laptop. I was I trying to win one Saturday night. I want an Apple Watch instead. Put it so. on, do it on your phone. See, I'm sure you can do it on your on your uh, watch. I'm sure you can do it on I'll figure it out. I got Thank a computer around here. Those watches are really fancy. I'll figure it out. I'm teasing you. Uh, the first bowl game, by the way, is... Friday, December 16. So we've got nine days here. That's a that's next Friday. So we've got, that's not nine days, that's 11 days, idiot. Uh, so you've got this week and next week to get in, make your picks. It's going to take a little bit of time, okay? You don't want to wait until that's a 2 o'clock game Friday. No, 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 no. It's 10.30 a.m. Friday, December 16th, the Hometown Linders Bahamas Bowl is the first game. Miami of Ohio against UAB. So you don't want to wait until 9 o'clock Friday morning, December 16, because you're going to go in and you're going to be like, man, this is a lot of work. i got to pick 41 bowl games and arrange them in order of confidence and everything. Start now. Hunt and peck away at it a little bit. Five, six games a day or whatever. 
but get in, make your picks, and uh, here's what it does. Uh, uh, could you win a big prize? Yeah, sure, maybe. But it's going to make those bowl games you don't care about more fun, right, Teach? That's like, true. Who, who cares about the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl between U, UTSA and Troy? Nobody. But if it's your 22 confidence, then you're locked in, baby. Uh, so jump in, play Bowl Mania with us. Group name, Unhitch the Wagon. Password, Sooners. All right, now, TJ, the Final Four is set. I got to tell you, uh, that bowl selection show, that college football playoff uh, show that ESPN does, if you're not in it, that uh, is terrible television. It is just just announced the Cheez-It Bowl already. Jeez. It is terrible television. It is. It is Well, four even leading hours. up to announcing the teams that are in the playoff, it's just like, gosh, it. come on. We know who's in it. We know who's – the only drama is if TCU or Ohio State was going to be three or four, and that really wasn't much drama. But I couldn't take it. I was like, I can't – I watched some soccer and some other stuff. Uh, but the play, the fin- semifinals are set. It'll be Georgia and Ohio State in the Peach Bowl on uh, New Year's Eve. That's the late game, by the way, 7 o'clock game. The afternoon game, Michigan and TCU – in the Fiesta Bowl. That'll be at 3 o'clock. Any problem with those four, Teach? No, not at all. Even even Alabama getting left out. You were fine with that. I think Alabama would beat TCU or Ohio State, but I'm fine <laughs> with it. They've got two losses. <laughs> I love it. I love what are you it. laughing uh, you, at? You and every, there's a whole lot of people like you that if you said Alabama takes on um, – uh, 11 football-playing angels who come down from heaven. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll take Bama. I'll take Bama. Nick Saban's a heck of a coach. <laughs> Alabama versus the Green Bay Packers and Vince Lombardi in their prime. Uh, eh, where's the game being played? i probably take Bama. Uh, I'm going to be honest Bama. with you. Yeah. There, there will never be a year that Alabama gets left out of the playoff that you and a whole bunch of people don't say, you know what, if Bama was in it, I'd probably think You think Bama it, could honestly. beat TCU? I wouldn't pick them, no. Hmm. I, can they? Of course they can. But, no, Bama's, the Bama's not is, as good this year. You wrap every Bama team into your memory bank. No, the Bama's not as good this year. I recognize that. They're I watched Bama good. play Texas. I watched TCU play Texas. It wasn't even close. Now, does that mean Bama can't beat TCU? No, but if they played, I'd pick TCU. I'd pick Ohio State. I'd pick Michigan. I'd pick Georgia. Having said all this, I think they got I'd, the four I'd right. I'd pick Tennessee. So. Hey, guess what? I'd pick Tennessee if they had Hendon Hooker. Yeah. I saw that game. Tennessee won it. So did LSU. They did. They did. Yeah. Uh, who's Bama playing the bowl game? K-State. Kansas State. Yeah. That'd be Sugar a heck bowl. of a game. That'd be a heck of a game. Kansas State is playing really good football right now. Um, but anyway, so the playoff is set. Uh, Michigan is favored by nine and a half. Georgia is favored by six and a half uh, in those two games. Thank goodness that we've got these extra games coming up then with these point spreads being so close. We could never decide who might win. Again, you are missing the point. 
Those point is, not- I can tell you right now, the two best teams are Michigan and Georgia. If they were playing and playing for the title, I'd be fine with it. That's what I'm telling yeah. you. Who needs football? Why, why, why waste my time with more football? I had the whole season. I know who the two best teams are. They're right there. So you're willing to stake your life right now that Georgia and Michigan will win these two games? I wouldn't Easily. stake my life on it. Easily. No, you, you would never that. do that in sports. Anything can happen, obviously. Okay. I said, in my mind, I already know who the two best teams are, and I'm fine if they played, and that was what we had that for a championship I don't game. Need, I yeah. don't need a full. I don't, I need, don't, four, need, I don't need I got 12. the other bowl just games to watch two, matchups. I don't the need the playoffs. games playoff. out there and bring on the NBA. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Get this football off my television, wasting my time, all these extra games that everybody knows who's going to win. Uh, break time. We, we got a matchup for Oklahoma, by the way, as well. We got to talk about that next uh, it is a cheesy one. Toby and TJ with you on a Monday morning. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. McIntyre Law brings you this uh, hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Your personal injury attorneys right here in Oklahoma and nationwide. 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Eric in Illinois is in. He says, I bet the Big 12 offices are beside themselves as the first two Big 12 teams chosen for bowl games after automatic bids were Texas, who finished third in the conference, and Oklahoma, eighth in the conference, might even get a holding call in a bowl game. (laughs) Yeah. That's the power of the brand, man. Um they skipped over some teams. The Cheez-It Bowl skipped over some teams to get to OU because they wanted the brand. So, yeah, I'm sure that there were some. I saw some Texas Tech fans and OSU fans and stuff not happy on Twitter last night. But, I mean, well, they're all the same, aren't they? Yeah, they're all the same. I mean, yeah. like, it's Orlando, okay? Come on. It's not exactly, you know. I mean, that's not. I, I, I get it. Disney World's there, and for a lot of people, that would be fun. But It ain't Fort so. Worth, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, good morning, guys. Happy National Transfer Portal Day. Mm-hmm. Is that a specific day now? It just seems like every day is Transfer Portal Day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all run together at this point. I don't think you can hit the portal officially until today true officially i guess unless you're a grad graduate i think that's right unless you're a grad transfer i don't think you can hit the officially hit the portal until today i think that's right significant hamstring uh, hamstring injury is code for he's our only hope next year we can't let him get drove into the dirt again and again in a game that doesn't matter so you think he's faking it? Is that what the person says? Here was my thing with Caleb uh, the other night. Significant injury or not. Every time he got taken off the field on a fourth down, suddenly that leg got worse. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he was all right while he's in the game. Then it's like, ah, oh, didn't convert that third down. I feel really bad now. Let me limp across the field. Hmm. Bit of a drama queen in him. So, hmm. yeah. Cam Rising said, hold my beer and watch the show in the second half. He was great. He did. He was amazing. Uh, They were really good. Like, on both sides, they just beat USC up. We've seen it many times 
Lincoln Riley coach teams we talk about the toughness, the physicality. You punch them in the mouth the right way. You punch them in the mouth. Bells. That one uh, dude that just trucked the dude going into the end zone. Oh, I was celebrating with him. I'm like, yeah, my team scored. <laughs> Go Utes! Go Utes! And my Utah pajamas on. Uh, this one agrees with me. I think Caleb is faking the extent of his hamstring injury. Hmm. Okay. Um, this was a season about a team with a winning culture and a team who does not have a winning culture. The team with a winning culture, Oklahoma State, is going to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. The team who does not have a winning culture, the University of Texas, is going to the Alamo Bowl. <laughs> oh. Uh, Missouri Sooner would like to know our thoughts on Coach Prime going to Colorado. What do you think? I think he's bringing his Louis with him. <laughs> he basically hey, told everybody hey, to get the portal last quarterback, night. Quarterback, the rest of you guys. I'm bringing my guys. Uh, I would suggest you guys. I'm bringing my baggage. I would suggest you guys leave. <laughs> Go ahead and get in the portal. Here's the thing. Even your parents are sad they got to watch you pathetic punks. All right? I'm going to make your parents happy. You may not still be here, but they'll be happy. I think it's a gamble by Colorado, but, like, why not, you know? I mean, it might not work, but you're definitely going to raise the visibility of the program. There's going to be a lot of eyeballs on him out there. Uh, He's probably, because he is who he is, going to be able to, Recruit. I mean, I think that, that you're hoping that he can recruit at a high level. And it might work. I mean, like, what do you have to lose? As long as he doesn't drive you into probation, and can anybody even go on probation anymore, then I think I think it's a that's the kind of program that can afford to gamble there and say, yeah, let's go for Deion Sanders. Yeah. Does he know what he's doing at this level? I don't know, but maybe he does. And if he does... We can make our program relevant again. And if he doesn't, we'll move on down the road and try somebody else here in three or four years. So, 